If you have been financially affected by the COVID pandemic, then this message is for you. Are you among the many folks who have lost their jobs or if you've been furloughed or working from home at a reduced pay? If you have credit card debt and cannot make your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros can help. Call us to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. If you are struggling with credit card debt, we can help. Call 800-591-5517. That's 800-591-5517. This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the G Podcast. It is episode 73, Daylight Savings Time. And uh, I don't know, if you if you had to stay up last night, <laughs> if you didn't get that nap, <laughs> I know you're feeling it. So uh, what's up, y'all? Welcome. And, um, you know, as, as we tape this podcast, too, I'm going to get, you know, I always try to get these things out of the way, uh, the things that happened this weekend. And, and this mm-hmm. is a big deal, um, you know, of course, a big deal because we're still feeling, we're still dealing with this stuff. Um, you know, on March 13th this weekend, you know, last year, uh, Brianna Taylor was murdered, you know, 26 say, years old. Say her name again. Say her name. Brianna say her name. Taylor was murdered. And, and I say murdered. Um, you know, in her uh, Louisville, Kentucky apartment, uh, white, plainclothes, murderous thugs is what I like to call them, uh, commissioned by the Louisville mm-hmm. Metro Police forced entry into her apartment, you know, as part mm-hmm. of a, and, and I call it a flawed and lazy murder or drug investigation, which is what it was, turned in, into murder. So, um, of course, remember her and definitely say her name. And uh, I know they're doing some protests this weekend in Louisville, peaceful as they know mm-hmm. how to do. Um, yes. And also, um, you know, we're going to get into the uh, George Floyd settlement, that $27 million settlement mm. uh, right after we come out of Mike's, uh, you know, Syracuse Mike's headlines. Uh, again, y'all, welcome to the G Podcast. Each week we do news, politics, that pop culture, that piping hot tea from Tanya B, who I did not expect this week. Because you know, I had hey, I had to, the show must go on. I know I, I, I missed you a couple of weeks ago. I just had to pump through and push through and take some Tylenol number three and a Benadryl. And I'm here. You got that COVID shot. And you know what? Mm-hmm. And I know I, I let me give you let me give you your, your just do for doing the right thing. And and let me say this. I, I don't know. Y'all, y'all watch um, Amber Amber Ruffin. The Amber Ruffin. No, I didn't show. watch her this week. Mm-hmm. She is. It's hilarious. <laughs> you know, her sidekick, right? Um, he went, I think he got a, he got a COVID shot. So the whole thing was around the fact that he developed all these superpowers. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he, he was, Not me. he was psychic. He could move stuff. He could shoot lasers. I mean, it was, it was, it was funny. I mean, you know, but uh, you know, on a serious note, congrats. I, I appreciate you doing it. I'm next. I think I'll, you know, next I'll list, say this. I really know. thought long and hard about it. And two things um, really uh, swayed my decision. Well, three things. One, that um, Sister Girl was involved in, you know, in the whole thing and in, in, yeah. um, creating the vaccine, number one. Number two, mm-hmm. I need to get some normal back in my life. I need yep. to go hug my mother, who I have not seen in 15 months. And... <laughs> 
Wait, hey, she taught me how to cook uh, a lot. And the other thing is, you know, I looked at it like this as a kid, and most of us did. We got the measles, the mumps, and the, what's it, measles, mumps, yeah. and chicken, chicken pox vaccine. Yeah. And, you know, we're still here. And keep this in mind, back yeah. then, they didn't have the medical advances that they have now. So, people, please take that into account. It's yeah. a new day. Yeah, so true. And, and you know what? There's a misconception when people talk about the Tuskegee experiment that they were they were injecting them with uh, with syphilis and they weren't they weren't doing that. They just they weren't giving them the cure. They were just giving right. them placebo. So, you know, some people are like, well, they might give me. Well, you know, it's, it's and it, they compare it to Tuskegee. And, and that's kind of, you know, that's a misconception that's, you know, that's kind of prevalent in the community. But uh, good for you. Good for you. You know, uh, let me say this. Go ahead. If you know, Tuskegee was definitely was all people of color. Yeah. But if this vaccine is as funky as some of those naysayers feel, there's going to be a whole lot more than some dead black people up in here. Okay. But, but you know, let, let me say this. It, it's not from what I heard, I heard this on MSNBC because we take this show on Sunday. So, you know, I get to see all the Sunday shows and um, they said that the top, what is it? The demographic that's not, that's refusing to take the vaccine, not delaying, but refusing, you know, who they are. Black. It's either millennials or older people. The Trump supporters. Oh, yeah. I did read about oh, that. Oh, they want to keep spreading it. Okay, You know what? Well, that's okay, because you know what happens when you don't get the vaccine. They can go sit. Okay. Yeah, it's the Trump <laughs> supporters are the main ones. So, all right, y'all. Hey, but again, this week, um, we're going to talk about, you know, the COVID relief, which uh, should be hitting banks. If it hadn't already hit a bank, I know y'all. Not mine. Black people, black people don't go out there and put a down payment on a you know, a Jaguar. So <laughs> it's already spent. <laughs> Don't do it. And uh, Bruno Mars and, and Anderson Pack, Sonic Soul, they're going to be at the Grammys as we tape. The Grammys are happening tonight. Uh, they're happening now. They've given, of yeah, course, yeah. they're giving out most of the black awards and the, you know, yeah. the ones that, that they don't really care awards. Yeah. John Legend won R&B album of the year, by the way. And, he and won. you know who finally won? Who? Whose world is this? Nas finally won his first Grammy. Damn, what he Long won for? What he win for? Best rap album. Because <laughs> I, mean, I thought they may have put him in, put him in spoken no, word. Try to get him something. No, but let me say this: the other people in the category, <laughs> yeah, a couple yeah, of them yeah. I never even heard of. He was up against like Royce the Five Nine, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, he was the only recognizable name. I say that. Yeah, they. Um, I, we're gonna talk about this because okay, we, yeah. we we've got a special guest in, and I gotta give this brother his hype um, oh, because yeah. I met this dude when when in, in another life when I was doing radio in the ATL, and okay, uh, he is an accomplished bass player, musician, songwriter. He's played with Clarence Carter, uh, funk legends like Slave. Uh, he did some work with Speech of Arrested Development, studio work with Steve Arrington. Uh, Steve Shockley out of Lakeside. You know, I know him again because I spent some time. We spent some time together. Hey, Keith, man, can you imagine like 20 is 28 years ago, man? And, <laughs> yep, and it was funny, man, when I, when I contacted you, it was like I told somebody, I said, man, me and him start rapping like we was right there in his office. Oh. Like, had nothing, like, like ain't no time passed. I know it, man. <laughs> we just jumped right back into a conversation about music. But this brother, man, he was uh, he was in school. And and connected with us uh, in like an internship, uh, spent a couple of years with us. And, um, you know, I think at the, at the time when you came in, the big R&B album was Sons of Soul. 
it was Tony, Tony, Tony. Um, so that was, you know, kind of revolutionary back then. Cause it was, um, you know, R and B going back and, and kind of, you know, you had anniversary, uh, slow wine, all those yeah. songs from sons of soul and, and people, it's almost like Bruno, what Bruno's doing today, Tony, Tony, Tony was doing with sons of soul. So y'all give yeah. it up for Keith and, and Tanya B, I got to explain something. Okay. His name okay, is Ricky. His name. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mansplain it. <laughs> but, okay, hit it. But K Dub is his name. We call him his name. He goes by K Dub, not K W, like our good buddy, our 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 um our show. Our super know, fan. Super fan is what you call him. Yeah. Um, but he is like uh you know K. He goes Keith goes by K Dub. And our super fan is KW. So y'all give it up. Y'all give it up for yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Doug. May I say one thing? Yeah. I, I give you extra props, brother, because you came from a time when you had to know how to play an instrument and you had to have talent. Yep. At least yep. sing a little bit. That is not the case now. And we talked about Bruno and all of them, you know, bringing that back. You came from a band. Yep. You, know, you played um, were a band. You play bass, you don't right? Have that now. You play bass. Mm-hmm. Bass, right? K dub. Yeah, I play bass and uh I play guitar with Clarence and uh Slay, but I play I ended up playing bass with Clarence after the good after the bass player left. So I play bass, uh guitar and drum. So K dub? Most of the time bass, because it's a little easier. Yes, ma'am. You be stroking? <laughs> I did it all across the United States. Oh, I was in Mississippi doing that so much, I don't even need to go ever again. <laughs> ran into Scratch down there one time, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> Say what now? Say what? Repeat that again? I ran, I ran into Scratch down in Mississippi. Wow. <laughs> mm. But that name, K-Dub, I meant to say this. You know who's part of me taking that name? Art Terrell. Oh, wow. Him wow. and a guy here that called me that too. And they both start calling me at the same time when I was going going back and forth from Dayton to Atlanta, like on the weekends. And I was like, man, Art called me the same thing Sean called me. So I guess I'll go ahead and matter of fact, when I got on Facebook to find you back in around, I think it was like 2010 or something, I first contacted you. Yeah. I was trying to figure out a name to use because I didn't want to put my real name. You know, I'd be like, I don't want nobody to know who I am. So I just put that one on there. You didn't want to use the government name. I got you. Nah, I got you. Nobody tracking me down. Well, hey man, thank you for being on, man. I we we had a uh, an extensive conversation about the Grammys, and I wanted to bring him in. You know, well, we're talking about Bruno Mars, really, and and R and B, and I wanted to bring him in uh, so so he could have that conversation, not knowing that Tanya B with her her special uh, talents, her new talents from her vaccine was going to be on the show t- today. I thought you were going to take I'm a I'm telling up. you, you know what? And, right. and I'll, real quick, I'll tell you this. Yeah, um, I talked to people that had it, so I would know what to possibly expect. The one common thread that people shared with me is that they experienced a high level of fatigue, as did I. Yeah. And then I'm trying to sleep last night, and I keep waking up every two hours, like I'm taking a disco nap. Yeah. And, um, I feel it hitting me again, but today the other symptom, and I have that right now, is um, a dull headache. Oh, wow. But my arm doesn't really hurt. My arm isn't the issue. Those two main things. But you know what? Don't let that um, dissuade you. I'll just say that. Cool. If you go all narcoleptic on the mic, I'll I'll, uh, I'll hit this. I'll hit this for you. (laughs) 
So if I start, wait, if I start to snore, <laughs> if you start to snore, I'll, I'll do that. I'll hit that. But my my brother from another mother, who is uh, who was the first on the show to get the vaccine, the country commentator, uh, he's out this week um, on a, on a special mission, which we cannot talk about. But um, you know, he uh, always inspires us. But he did give us uh, his special version, the springtime version of uh, of his inspiration. I'm gonna play that at the end of the show. Uh, the pride of the Mac town, Macon, Georgia. She's a poet, community activist, entrepreneur. She motivates us with a poetic piece. Wyo is in the building. Yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> sister, sister. Can I be your hype man, Wyo, when you go on stage? Lady Dwell is in the building. You know, we're all smooth and stuff. I don't know. Some poets get real rowdy. But That's I'm, what I'm saying. I'm more laid back. Yeah, I'm going I'm I'm to have to come out there with a the finger snap. So I'll get it right. I'll get it right. <laughs> And uh, of course, you've already heard from her, our digital guru, uh, hooking us up uh, with hot tea every week. And she's got the hot, hot, hotness, the heat this week. The one and only oh, honey, Tanya you don't understand. B, COVID, and, uh, COVID shot and all. Tanya B is in the building. You know what we got to do every week, Tanya B. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. What's cooking, Tanya B? Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? This weekend, I started cooking a little early because I didn't think I'd feel like it when I got back. But let me tell you what I made. Um, Broiled asparagus, and to still have flavor and cut down on calories, I broiled them, but I sprayed them with butter pan and just put, you know, like a little garlic and yang, yang, yang. Beautiful, beautiful. And then I did um, a penne parmesan pasta with crab meat. Mm, mm Mm-mm. And uh, the main part, the other part of the main course is a, uh, let's see here. It is a honey ginger soy glazed salmon. Wow. Good luck. It was delicious. But you know what? Go ahead. I, I don't know if you finished, but I got to say something. No, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to have to put me on 600 pound life on, on life. What is the on? <laughs> Oh my God! That'll make you stop eating Damn, very quickly. Because very quickly, this COVID man, I'm here to tell you. I mean, the the quarantine. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go on six hundred pound life, man. Because uh, this last year, it's been like I I don't know what I don't I you know. But I'm gonna have to get what noom. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Y'all Look, see I the, thought about that noon and the noon commercial on a bellow. Yeah, or something because um. Mm, Quarantine has not been kind you ex- to a you brother. Exercise? Well, you know, I walk. I got I got my Apple Watch, but um, you know, it's just been it's it's just been you know not my typical thing. You know, I I, I used to run a lot, my knees, but you know, I got to get back into it. While that's, I mean, no excuse. You know, no excuse. I think a lot of no people, you know. um, just you know, with this whole COVID thing. You know, you know, in my mind, I want to, I do all these exercises in my mind, but it's like people just really aren't motivated. I know I'm not. Well, if y'all see me on 600 pound life, you know, shout me out. All right. Just shout me out. Shout out to man, Tommy I actually, B. I actually lost a couple fans. Good for you, man. Damn. <laughs> I, ain't been out, I ain't been out drinking the beers, so I'm, you know, I, my beer belly I'm, left a little bit. <laughs> Is that all, K-Dub? Is that all? That's it. I went from 168 to 165. Oh, damn. Damn. I'll take it. <laughs> Why do you have to say and that? I mean, damn, dude. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Hey, y'all, let's do this like we always do. Let's go ahead and do news with Syracuse Mike, and uh, we'll come back and talk about it. We'll be right back. News team, assemble! 
It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. New guidance this week from the CDC for those fully vaccinated. If you fall into that small group, the CDC says you can visit with other fully vaccinated people in small gatherings indoors without wearing masks or social distancing. There are some activities that fully vaccinated people can resume at low risk. That's the CDC's Dr. Rochelle Walensky. If grandparents have been vaccinated, they can visit their daughter and her family, even if they have not been vaccinated. But that's only if they are not at high risk of severe COVID-19. Jury selection got underway Tuesday in the trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. He's the cop seen with his knee on George Floyd's neck. Two jurors had been seated as of yesterday afternoon. Here's a quick snippet of how potential jurors are being questioned. Based on the media presentation of the case, um, you formed an opinion about what had happened. Yeah, I'd say I formed a tentative opinion about what happened. The first juror seated said he has not seen the video. Jury selection will take place until opening statements, which is scheduled for March 29th. The palace has finally responded in a statement. Buckingham Palace officials referenced the Harry and Meghan interview with Oprah Winfrey, saying that the issues raised, particularly that of race, are concerning. While some recollections may vary, they are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the family privately. The statement on behalf of the Queen also says... Harry, Meghan, and Archie will always be much-loved family members. Reaction to all of this has been mixed in the U.K. Many black Britons, especially the younger generation, have long had issues with the royal family. Help is on the way. That's House Speaker Nancy Pelosi taking a victory lap after her chamber approved the changes made by the Senate in the $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill. The vote included all Democrats and no Republicans. The measure provides $400 billion for $1,400 direct payments to most Americans, $350 billion in aid to state and local governments, an expansion of child tax credit, and increased funding for vaccine distribution. One thing popping up on cable news and online is the recognition that without Georgia, none of this would be possible. The state's two newly elected Democratic senators also understood that their votes were key to helping Americans. This is economic stimulus from the bottom up and the middle out, not from the top down. That's John Ossoff, and here's Raphael Warnock with the impact on Georgia. $1,400 direct payments in the pockets of 46 million Georgians. Republicans said the measure was too costly and was packed with wasteful progressive priorities. Mm. However, several polls show that over 50% (laughs) of Republican voters support the plan. This is the one-year anniversary of the official announcement that the world was dealing with a pandemic. President Joe Biden will recognize this week with a primetime address to the nation this evening. He He will also talk about his $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill, which he signed this afternoon a bit earlier than expected. Historic legislation is about rebuilding the backbone of this country and giving people in this nation, working people, middle-class folks, uh, People have built the country a fighting chance. That's the president this afternoon. Mr. Biden will hit the road to promote the plan. He, along with Vice President Harris, will be in Atlanta on March 19th. They're calling their tour, with the assistance of other top leaders, the Help Is Here tour. By the way, for people already in the IRS payment system, the first payments of $1,400 will start hitting bank accounts this weekend via direct deposit. A settlement for the family of George Floyd. Family attorney Ben Crump. This is a message that the unjust taking of black life will no longer be written off as trivial, unimportant, 
are unworthy of consequences. The $27 million settlement from the city of Minneapolis comes as jury selection is underway in the trial of former police officer Derek Chauvin, who was the cop with his knee on Floyd's neck. He faces charges of murder and manslaughter. Chauvin has pleaded not guilty and said he properly followed his police training. Hey, y'all, I want to I want to ask um, a couple of things. First, with the George Floyd settlement, um, this is just me. Is it just me? Is it or is it that the timing of the announcement of the settlement was kind of bad timing if you're going into the case? You know, um, won't that taint the jury? You, I mean, start. I, I think everything is OK. You yeah, mean? absolutely. Don't you think? I mean, just my opinion. I mean, um, because here's why. Here's why I say that. They've already and, and I've only seen like some preliminary results on the um, the jury makeup. They only have they got one black man. Uh, a mixed race woman, Hispanic guy, and everybody else is white. And and they do oh. that. Yeah, they're doing that because basically, you know, they're in Minneapolis. I mean, so his peers in Minneapolis, you know, ain't gonna be a whole lot of black folks on the jury. So my, my concern was, you know, when, when people see that a family got 27 million, I don't know if they're going to have as much empathy or sympathy when it comes down to you know, convicting this guy, even the prosecution, the prosecutor, I think it takes pressure off the prosecutor because they'll basically say, well, you know, we didn't get him, but the family was taken care of. Yeah. What do you, I mean, I, I'll start with you, Tanya. Um, we'll start with you, Wyo. You've already said, you know, what do you think, Wyo? I think they need to serve justice. Um, you know, it's irrelevant about, I mean, actually it should make them punish him, you know, um, because it's evident that he did wrong. I did read something where they were talking about, you know, it, it shouldn't be third degree murder because he didn't affect the lives of other people and something about um, comparing it to another officer, Officer Noor case, um, where he shot a woman who was making a 911 call yeah, and he yeah. had a gun, but um, Chauvin used his knee, but his knee was deadly. Yeah, yeah. You know, there, it's just, you know, you know how we're in America. Yeah. Tanya B. This is America. Yep. Tanya B. Thoughts? Any thoughts there? My thought about this whole thing, whether they announce the verdict or not, you know, it's like they let's throw money at these people and they're going to go away and they'll be quiet and be happy and we'll put a gag on her arm. You know, Breonna Taylor, 12 million is not going to bring her back. No. George Floyd and the money, 27 million is not going to bring him back. But what people have to remember is in most cases, the lead attorney who is, I call Ben, Ben Crump a media whore because he always settles. He does not go to court and right. win cases. And but he's, anyway. he's the civil guy. He's the uh, civil. Yeah, he, he handles the you know personal injury. But go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm, right. But the thing is, by the time the attorneys take their at least one third, you know, the family's not going to get all that money. And then and I understand in the case of George Floyd, because Ben Crump is not licensed in that state. He had to bring in other attorneys who were licensed, and then they have to agree on what their cut of it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you, you know, it's almost like when you win the lottery, they are going to take out tax. So that what they're awarded is not what they get, and again, it's not going to bring him back. And it seems like with these cases, yeah. um. You know, it was just like, well, we'll just settle and throw some money at him and they'll take it and they'll go away. I would like to see somebody, anybody, anywhere that would reject a settlement offer. And oh. then what happens? Oh, yeah. And, and you know what? I'm glad you said that, because my concern is, you know, the money comes from the taxpayers. 
basically. It, it, it doesn't exactly. come, the money does not come from the police uh, coffers. It comes from, you know, our, our tax, you know, it comes from the tax base. Plus, I didn't know, I don't know if you guys know, but the cities buy, buy these bonds, these bonds. They're, I forgot what they call them, but they're police misconduct bonds. Right. And mm-hmm. these bonds, Wall Street's making money on these bonds. You know, so when, you know, so it, it's, it's just, it just doesn't, it, it just stinks to high heaven. Keith, you got anything, K-Dub? You got any, you got any thoughts oh, on that? Man, what you said, it brung a bell. That could very well be it. Cause I try, I don't tap into it a lot cause I can get kind of like really, really radical. Y'all don't really want to hear my point of view about all this. But, uh, <laughs> to give them that money like that and, yeah, and, and, and think it's uh, going to satisfy the, the people is crazy. But I can see it being a tactic like let's give them the money now. And if he don't, well, they got paid. Yeah, you know, so everything should be well. At least you got some money because he, you know, he died, but you got twenty seven million and twelve million. Man, I could spend that in the music store in fifteen, <laughs> direct, you know, buying equipment in fifteen minutes. Man, wow. if he broke that, Damn. justice. I mean, it's, they got to come correct, man. Something needs to be done, and and pressure needs to be put on them. And we just should never let up until I mean us, and then teach the ones behind us never let up on this kind of stuff. Yeah, I agree, man, because it doesn't do anything. We still have the same issues. We still have the same problems. Now, the good thing is that there's a George Floyd, um, the uh, Justice and Policing Act, which has already been approved by the House. It's going to the Senate. And the big thing about that is it's supposed to you know, help get rid of qualified immunity, which is going to hold these police personally responsible. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but I do want to come back to that eventually. We'll, we'll, we'll stay on top of it and we'll, we'll uh, update y'all every week on the trial and what's going on with it. Um, another thing before, before we go too deep into this, moving away from that situation, uh, the palace and um, you know, we don't do a lot of stuff on the Royals on this podcast. I mean, candidly, um, you know, we could, you know, I, I don't care about them, um, the Royal family, but this, this situation um, becoming a race issue and Harry and Megan indicating that it's a race issue and the palace having a statement that says they're concerned that they think it's a race issue and they're going to address it privately. I was not surprised that the young Brits ain't buying it because, you know, they don't buy the bullshit. They know, you know, I mean, you know, basically the, the, you know, the Royal family and, and that whole system has had the foot on black folks and, you know, people of color's neck for years, for, for centuries. So my whole point in, in, in saying that, uh, is another angle that you and I were talking about, Tanya B. Uh, and and by and while uh, I did not know the Piers Morgan angle in this because um, you know Piers was called out and he walked off. Uh, Good morning, Britain, um, for being a racist or whatever. He was called out. Sharon Osbourne got involved and and tried to come to his aid. She got called a racist. But the thing is, nobody's really talking about the fact that. Pierce was trying to hit on her. Do you think Tanya B was it like he? He is a man scorned. How dare she do that? <laughs> he shot his shot, you know, and it just ricocheted. She, she wasn't thinking about him. He paid for her cab, and she took the cab to go meet Harry. Yeah, <laughs> but but is anybody is anybody really talking about like because he's always been he's been salty with her for a couple of years because he shot his shot. They had, I guess, a. a a date uh, at a pub, one of his, his pubs that he hangs out at. And uh, they were there for a couple of hours and she, you know, got her in the cab and the cab took her to Harry. And he said he never heard right. from her again. 
So he was salty. So she wasn't interested. He doesn't look exciting at all. But, you know, is it that whole stuffy British uh, sense of entitlement? I'm better than you. Yeah. How dare you turn me down? You know, his ego's bruised. Because I, I kind of think he's behind all the negative press. I think he's been feeding. Uh, I mean, I, I can't. I mean, allegedly, I, I'll throw that in there. Um, what about Megan? Megan's father? Yeah, I Wasn't think, you know what? I think someone... absolutely. I think even Pierce has been manipulating Megan's father. I think the whole thick thing has been organized. And I think Pierce has a lot to do with it because I think people need to look deeply in the fact that she kind of rejected him or not kind of. She did. <laughs> she said, you know, she said, Pierce Morgan, the prince, which one, which one am I going to choose? And, you know, she chose she chose right. You know, so and think about it. I was thinking, like, who would step away from royalty, like for real? You know, like it had to be something happening. Um, Anybody who wants to not lose themselves, yep, would step away. And I think that's probably look at Princess Diana tried to step away, and they, you know, they started mm-hmm. on her all kinds of everything but a child of God. And I think, you know, they talk about Megan being a bully. I don't think she was a bully. No. I think she just wouldn't acquiesce and be passive like some other people, you know, she wasn't there to play the game. Maybe she thought she could change it. But I think, you know, the fact that she would, you know, how dare you talk back? I think that's what part of it is. Yeah, I agree. And I think also on that, on that note, um, her background in America, because there's a clip that I found um, on, on YouTube. Uh, She did um, an anti-racism clip back in 2012. And they reissued the clip when George Floyd was murdered. So it was running um, last year or, or a couple of years ago when, when, when George Floyd was murdered. And, um, and, and it's a big campaign that she did, which was anti-racism, you know? So in my opinion, and, and this is where, you know, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to blame the victim. I don't want to get into blaming the victim, but, you know, a lot of black folks are saying, especially over in Britain, especially the young black folks are saying you had to know that these people were racist before you came in the door. Because Harry, you know, you got the picture of Harry with the swastika in the uh, in the Nazi uniform uh, when he was doing these rave parties back in the day. You know, people knew that there was like this air of racism um, floating through the family Um and, and, you know, it's just a lot of folks, I mean, I, I just think she had to be more woke than that, especially when I saw the video of her doing this anti-race campaign. She was very, very articulate. Um, she articulated her point about the fact, you know, that she witnessed her mother. This is before she met the Royals, but she witnessed her mother, you know, several times being called the N-word. Uh, the fact that she, uh, because by looking at her, people never knew what race she was. So when you're like the fly on the wall in a situation, you know how it is. White people going to say whatever because they don't think she's black. Nobody knew she was black. So how much she witnessed before, I don't know. I don't know how that didn't come into play when she was making a decision to get involved in that. But, you know, money, 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 money changes everything. Money changes. That's yep. right. Prestige, all that. Yep. Yeah. Hey, y'all, let's do this. We're going to. But you know what? Before before we go into break, I got to say, before we go to break, rest in power, man. Marvelous Marvin Hagler. 
I'm yeah. old enough to remember, and I know yeah. I know y'all are as well. This dude would knock the not, what is it like uh, Chris Tucker? You got knocked the fuck out. Hagler, Hearns. We would go to like the Civic Center to actually watch. My favorite fight was Hagler and uh, Hearns. That was that. That oh. was a real fight, not a boxing yeah. match. <laughs> it was, fight. Was it? He made it in three rounds. He knocked. He knocked. Oh, he was slugging. He knocked Hearns out in I, three rounds. Boom. I think they fought about four or five times. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the last they, one, I think, he knocked him out in three rounds. But 66, 66 years old, one of the toughest fighters I remember, one of the toughest dudes, Southpaw. Um, you know, uh, he, he held the middleweight title from 80 to 87. He had a 62 uh, win, three losses, two ties with 52 knockouts. And he mm. was inducted in the Brock Boxing Hall of Fame. So he is he has got to be, in my opinion, one of the best middleweights of all time. I think they have him listed when you combine all the middleweights. Uh, I think they have him listed as third. But uh, rest in power, man. I just when I hear I, I hadn't heard that name because he quit boxing after um after they cheated him with that uh Sugar Ray Leonard fight, he said, To hell with this, I'm out. <laughs> you know, and he he literally walked away from it. You know, he walked away with a lot of money, but he got out of boxing. So rest in power, 66 years old. Um, and uh, just real quick, and, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, and, and Drew Brees, as we take the podcast, uh, Drew Brees is saying bye-bye to the NFL. He's retiring, which, uh, you know, it's time. It's time for him to retire, you know. So, all right, y'all. Hey, let's take a break. We'll be right back, and we're going to hit that T with Tanya B. Be right back. If you have been financially affected by the COVID pandemic, then this message is for you. Are you among the many folks who have lost their jobs, or if you've been furloughed, or working from home at a reduced pay? If you have credit card debt and cannot make your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros can help. Call us to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. If you are struggling with credit card debt, we can help. Call 800 591 5517. That's 800 591 5517. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Oh. Hey, Tanya B. I got, okay. one, I got, I got one request. Please, yes. Please use the word allegedly. <laughs> oh, I'm going to use all That's my middle name now. <laughs> my you... middle name is allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> Go ahead, Tanya B. What you got? <laughs> well, in this installment of the Harris Chronicles, that's T.I. and Tiny, allegedly six more women and three men have come forward with accusations against Tiny and T.I., there's even an alleged charge of them transporting women across state lines. And then with all of this going on, here comes the mentally ill Azalea Banks, mm. claiming that she is going to testify against T.I. and Tiny. In her mind, maybe she did something with them before she boiled the cat's head. You know, like she was invited to the party and then she's saying something about implicating Iggy Azalea, who was, you know, she used to be so fancy, uh, who was T.I.'s artist. She's been notoriously quiet. Yep. But what um what people are really wondering is, you know, you've got Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, and this is I, I already is uh, her uh, re-election year, and she has 
taken T.I. and made him part of her transition team when she took office. You know, and he basically is a representative and a liaison for the city. And she hasn't said anything and neither has Killer Mike. So I wonder. Uh, well, you know what? Can I say this? Out. Can I say this, Tanya B? These are these are still allegations. And the fact is, allegedly, you know, yes. allegedly. And, and the other thing is, if it's just a lifestyle thing, you can't really. I mean, if, if this was all done, consensual adults in a bedroom, door closed, you know what I mean? No, nothing illegal. They're going to have to prove at some point that these people were drugged. I'm not saying it's right, but they're going to have to prove that they actually drug these people before anything can happen before they let can let me move say forward. this okay one thing's for certain two things for sure when you get invited to an event at tiny and ti's you know what's going down yeah number one number two they're talking about you know this whole thing with consenting adults and again i said before if these women got paid for what they were doing then they i think they've already broken the law yeah. and thirdly i'm hearing allegedly that there may be some video footage of some yeah. of these shenanigans. Now, if there's, a, uh, if there's videotape, around. if there's videotape showing somebody knocked out, you know, and yeah, that that's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. What you got next? What you got next? <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's go to, um, oh, I got a good installment of the TV and film update. Uh, I've been telling you about this new show, Queen, starring Eve. Then Brandy joined the cast, and then Natori Naughton, who you may know from Power. Can, I, can we the stop cast. there? Can we and stop then- there for a minute? Natori Naughton, <laughs> <laughs> Tasha, Tasha. That's yeah, my girl. Tasha, babe. Tasha takes it to a whole nother level. I did not know Tasha was going to be in this show. Now I'm definitely. It's already on. It's already on my beast, my DVR. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then they uh, identified the fourth member of the cast. I guess they had to get some Latina flavor. Yeah. I am not familiar with I uh, am. Nadine Velasquez. Are I you? know her. Oh, yeah. You I, remember. She was in um, uh, Ride Along, and she was also on this show, Major Crimes, neither of which I've seen. So I don't know. Have you seen um, Denzel Washington in Flight? The, no. Which, where, where he, anybody on anybody else where he had to, had to turn the uh, airplane upside down? Well, well, if you didn't no, see it, she's in that movie. She plays his one of the you know flight attendants um, who is involved with Denzel. That's how I remembered her face when I saw this. But but yeah, that's okay. I mean that's you know it was an Academy Award winning or nominated movie. That's what I remember her most from. But she's she's a, you know it was I mean this whole cast is just coming together. This is gonna be the bomb. I'm excited. Yes, God. Yeah. You got Tasha? <laughs> Lil' Kim yeah, from the Tasha Biggie movie? E. Tasha <laughs> even Brandy. Lil' Kim yeah. funny. Yeah. I mean, oh, God, that was funny. That was a funny But I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. What you got next? <laughs> okay, moving right along. Um, another new TV show uh, by 50 Cent. I call him 50 Foolishness. But anyway, uh, it's called The Black Mafia Family. Um, has two new cast members. They're both in reoccurring roles. One being Snoop, uh, Snoop Dogg and the other being Lala Vasquez. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Lala Anthony. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. Lala Anthony. Yeah. yeah. I, I got it. Yeah, so they're going to be in. This is actually about um, the Detroit Flannoy Brothers, Big Meats, who's still in jail. And his brother, uh, Terry Southwest T, they had a massive drug empire back in the day. And then they did. A, they came down here to Atlanta, had a record label, had, you know, I've, I, re- I remember seeing billboards. That's the way it go. I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> That's um, the way well, it go. Anyway, uh, what's interesting is this show was set in Detroit, but guess where it's filmed? In Atlanta. 
How about that? Yes, exactly. And also, who's coming to TV? The Currys. That would be Steph and Aisha. HBO Max has hired them to host a revival of a 70s game show called Tattletales. I don't know. Um, and it's the, in this one, they're going to have celebrity couples who, you know, talk about their relationship, like, you know, who who knows who better, that type of thing. But the good thing about this is that all the money that these celebrity couples win gets donated to a charity of their choice. So that's pretty cool. Is T.I. and Tiny going to be on that show? <laughs> okay, you know, you're playing. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. No, no. Hey, their tales have already been told. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Go ahead. What you got next? Also, we got uh, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, there will be a Creed three. He'll be directing it. And I'm just wondering now at this point in time, uh, they're wondering if uh, Sylvester Stallone is going to come back in the movie if he needs to and what you know role he may play in this installment. of. Can I be honest with you? I don't care as long no. as he brings Tessa Thompson back. As long as Tessa Thompson ah. comes back, I'm all good. Ah. I'm good. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> Tessa, okay. Tessa makes the movie. She's she's really, you know, she they play well together. They have great chemistry. I, so mm-hmm. I, as long as Tessa Thompson's back, which I think she is signed up for, you know, Rock, we can do without him. We can just you know show show you know show we got to show him out in in the graveyard. That's cool. You know, he he he, he contributed he contributed a lot to the core of the movie. Move on. They can yes. move on. They can move on. All right. Um, this is like the new generation. And yeah. don't forget, mark your calendars, March 27th. The Tina Turner, Tina Turner documentary comes on uh, HBO Max. And they say, if you think you know Tina, you don't know Tina. And she ain't trying to help Ike. So that should be interesting. Yep. Yep. Moving right along, if I do say so. Uh, first, let's talk about Anita Baker. Anita Baker has been around for a minute. You got to give her her props. And you know, she is was one of the biggest selling female vocalists of the eighties. But and if you're wondering why you can't find her music, I'm gonna tell you why. Are you ready? Yes. I'm ready. It's because all those recordings that she made in the eighties and nineties and even the early two thousands, um, and some there's some that aren't even released, and I heard that there were some that were actually allegedly destroyed. Wow. But what she said is that now she has outlived all of her, the butt booty contracts that she signed. Yeah. Um, they no longer own her name, her likeness, you know, and by law, 30 years old, she, I mean, 30 years have gone by. Um, she gets her master's returned. And what she's saying now is that if she has to, she'll fight for it. And she's asking her fans do not download or buy any music of hers or anything that's streaming until she you know works this out and you know it's another cautionary tale you want a recording contract you sign your life away then you get mad or whatever the case may be and you know prince tried to tell people about this This, years ago nobody listened slave wrote slave on his face hey you know i i hate i can't play that composition album damn that's the album uh, it, once she finishes the whole, the legal part of it, you'll be able to get compositions. And, you know, it would be cool to hear some unreleased music from her. Because, yeah. you know, she said essentially she has retired and, you know, she's done well. She owns a bunch of uh, IHOPs and a lot of real estate, so she can Good. just enjoy her life right now. Good for her. K-Dub, you got any thoughts, man, as a musician? About- man, I hope she get her master's back. And I hate, you know, what went down, cause, but you know that's what it is. You know how the record companies do. And oh, yeah. You got Know what you're getting into. You know, record companies been around since the late 1800s. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's how long they've actually been in existence since then. And people just got to be more aware. But I guess back then, you know, 
that would be the norm, which is not good. You know, a lot of people get screwed. You know where I'm from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you I mean, talk really real quick. And, and I know you got to finish up Tanya B, but you're from Dayton. Name the bands that came out of Dayton off the top. Well, off the top, we start with the biggest, which is the players, the Ohio players. Then, you know, then you got the, uh, let me see who been next. Well, then you got Lakeside Slave. You had Sun. You had the uh, Wilder Brothers out of Heat Wave, Shirley Murdoch, Planet Deer. And then we had still others with major record deals that probably didn't get as big, like Platypus. And you had a group called Dayton. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, um, uh, it, it's some more. We had Wait a minute, did Roger, Roger and Zap, did they come out of Dayton too? Yeah. Was it Dayton? Yeah, they, they, they planted here. They was actually like 20 minutes up the road in Hamilton, which it was very wise to come to Dayton at the time. So yeah. by the time more, once more bounce hit and all that, they were on their way here settling, setting up shop. So, and a lot of those guys dealt with that kind of stuff. They were dealing with that stuff. Yeah. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, they were dealing with contracts that was slave just got out of a bunch of stuff. I talked to my buddies all the time and, uh, you know, a lot of them were in high school when slide dropped. So it's, yeah, it was a record company thing, that record deal thing. That's why when I was with you learning what I was learning at the school and watching it from, you know, from 103, you know, and looking over the fence at stuff that was going on. I'm like, hey, man. Yeah. Watch yourself. So Watch yourself. Watch yourself. What else you got, Tanya B? Okie dokie. Uh, I call it the uh, D'Angelo debacle, but some people call it the most recent installment of Versus, where he did the Keisha Cole, showed up an hour late, and it actually had the lowest viewership, of, I think, of any of them. Only 125 people. Most folks were pulling in a million people. Yep. And, you know, in case, I mean, you had every, unless you had your head under a rock, you know that um didn't did what they came to do. Swiss Beast and Timberland sold versus to uh, this new company named Triller. I hope they do them right. But the one thing I really want to give uh, Swiss and Tim five on it for is that every artist that appeared on Versus from DMX to Snoop to Patty to Gladys to Ashanti to Monica, you know, Brandy, all of them, they are, as part of the sale, getting uh, uh, shares, you know, stock in uh, the company, the Triller company. So I hope it does well for them. Big time. Big time. Got it. I had to give them that because that's that's a big move, y'all. That's a big move. That's a big yeah, move. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, are you ready for the major headline? <laughs> um, <laughs> in case you didn't know, I mean, everything out now is Silk Sonic, Silk Sonic, Silk Sonic. Um, also, Bruno Mars has a clothing line with, remember Lacoste back in the 80s? Lacoste was a big deal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, well, they're trying to come Eyes back. And, <laughs> yeah, Eyes they have a uh, a clothing line that Bruno calls Ricky Regal. And it's, you know, based in the eighties, which is kind of what, how he's been dressing for a while. And I understand that he may be rocking some of that on the Grammys tonight. So, you know, he's branching out into some other uh, business opportunities and let's talk about the Grammys. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm, I'm looking forward to um, Silk Sonic and Bruno tonight. And, and honestly, I know you, I know you're not going to watch live Tanya B. Uh, you you just go watch it on YouTube. But but a couple of the things I'll mention, and I want to get some opinions on on um, a question that came up. But Beyonce is um, is actually could become tonight uh, the most nominated or the most winning, the winningest female in Grammy history. Uh, Alison Cross already has 27 Grammys. Uh, Beyonce has 24. And she's got nine. But now nine. she has 26. Okay. She won two already. She won two mm-hmm. already. So she's one away from tying Alison Krauss. And she already has. She's got nine nominations. 
So mm-hmm. of those, you know, I'm sure she'll find one or two more to either tie or go over. But but kudos to her. The other thing, and I know we don't really talk about Taylor Swift much here, but I got to give credit where credit is due. She could be mm-hmm. the first woman to win album of the year three times. Um, Stevie Wonder has done it. Frank Sinatra and I think Paul Simon have done it. So kudos to her. Uh, she won back in uh, one album of the year in 2010 and 2015. So, you know, it, there's some stuff coming out of this that might be, you know, I know the Grammys, uh, it's been tainted, been kind of crazy, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. see, you know, there's some positive stuff about they've got to make amends. They've got to make amends. But, but with that, with that being said, I do want to ask a question and it's, it's one of the reasons I bought K-Dub Keith on the show is, uh, you know, Gene Simmons, I don't know if you heard about this, Gene Simmons, uh, from Kiss has been saying this for a few years. He said that rock, rock music is dead. And uh, he doesn't believe rock bands beyond 1988 will be remembered. The only ones he thinks will really be remembered in history, like the Beatles, uh, will be Foo Fighters and Nirvana. And and his statement was the reason is uh, is not because of lack of talent, it's because young folks, like the kid living in his basement, would rather... Uh, share and download files and actually pay for them. And that's what killed the chances for the next generation of great musicians. You know, the fact that music was free and is free. So nowadays, new bands don't have a chance. They don't have a chance. Now, I I, I transitioned that to R&B because I saw an article that said R&B is dead. And, you know, a couple of things that I I thought about when I saw that, because Keith, you and I go back, what, 28, all right, 28, 20, you know, 28, 27, and uh, we were we were doing our thing again right around the time Tony Tony Tony. Uh, it was hot. Nineties were hot. You had you know a lot of R and B artists. I mean R and B was hot on fire. Um, but but since then the major labels and Tanya B, you know this. The major label ba- major labels have basically they're not even American owned anymore. Um, the majors own what seventy percent share of everything. Then there's a bunch mm-hmm. of everybody else. Um, you had consolidation. So basically all the black divisions got decimated. You don't really have true black staffs the way you used to have. Uh, the successful black acts, they just shipped them over to pop now. Yeah, they've been doing that for a while. But now when you do it, it really takes that money from the urban division. So you can't really be, you know, you can't market these R&B groups. And, and you and I, you know, you know how R&B radio has been decimated. If you live in Chicago, GCI used to be number one. Where is it now? Like 20? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's like R and you know what I'm saying. I mean R and B, just R and B in general. Even the fact that they're giving away the R and B awards outside of prime time. What does that say? You know, um, and and I'm I'm a big fan of R and B, the alternative R and B. So I don't want to sit here and discount the talent. Um, you know, you you look at the nominations, you see like Chloe and Halle, uh, Brittany Howard from Alabama Shakes. Um, I love the goat head. I don't know if you heard the song uh, from Brittany Howard. Um, there, there are a lot of names like Gregory Porter, uh, Robert Glasper. These guys were doing jazz for a while, but now they've transitioned over to, to R&B. You know, Bryson Tiller, Frank Ocean, Anderson Pack. But but my point, I want to ask, I'll start with you, Keith. Do you think, what do you think? Do you think R&B's dead, man? R&B. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a yes and no thing with me because I stay in contact with talent around here. I know plenty of young cats, 30s and uh, like uh, early 30s, late 20s, 
they've got some really, really good sounding stuff to me. And some of it sound like some from the 90s or now. That's good. But, however, like you said, with the radio and all that kind of stuff, to me, it's, uh, to me, it seems like it got kind of manipulated. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, this is what we're going to call R&B now. And then you got record companies, you know, they kind of got cheap with budgets. You know what I mean? That phased out fans and instruments. When you start disconnecting like that, then it's it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. But you can put somebody in a studio and, and, and come out a lot cheaper if they're just sampling or if they just got a song that's okay or a song that sounds like somebody. And on top of that, you know, like I said, the the touring and the grooming of artists and R&B as we knew it, that made special people. Yeah. Because when you wanna put out a good product and be a good performer. It's not going to come by just you sitting in your room now that everybody can have a studio and and record some songs. Yeah, you can get to a certain degree, but you have to really put in time and work to groom yourself and be something that people like and be mesmerized by and captivated and really, you know, be attracted to you. Yeah. That's why when we were talking, I said, they can say what they want to say, Bruno, and I can peep where he's coming from. But at the same time, I can still tell he puts in work. Yeah, he does. That's what I yeah, our a kids got to get yeah. back to it and get out that fast food. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, we got these loops and we got that. We put that together. Yeah, that's good stuff. And I hear you singing with auto tune, but now I'm gonna come to the show and see you perform over at this little club or whatever. And you struggle with that one song. I don't want to see you three or four songs because you just <laughs> put together the song in the studio. Yeah. You use auto. They got to get back into. You got to play with it. You got to live with it. And you got. We on the fast food music right now. I, I think it can, and it can easily come back because I see them. I they out there. Yeah. Now, whether or not these companies and radios want to put them out there, I'm like, there's a light of hope, you know. And that's why I like Bruno being in the spotlight. They say, oh, he's culture this and culture that. I'm like, man, it's all band is black. I ain't hearing that. Oh you yeah. Know? Yeah. He, you know? and it, it's he, up to us to keep our stuff anyway. Yeah. If we say somebody else running off with it. Well, what did we do with it? So true. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna give you hang on, man. Hang on. Say, say that I, again. Yeah, say that again. Tanya B, <laughs> Tanya B, your thoughts. I'm glad you came in today. Your thoughts. Uh thank you. Um I, I think not only is uh, I think R&B is dead. I think these award shows are dead. And Ooh. that's evidence. And I, there was a time when this was must-see watching, like the Grammys. I'd Ooh. sit there, I'd have my snacks, I'd take notes, I wouldn't answer the phone. You know, I was excited. And like I said, now I'm going to go watch this, uh, what Silk Sonic, you know, on YouTube tomorrow. It's like, it. <laughs> yeah. I don't, it's, it's almost like that was like the holy grail of awards. And from what I'm seeing, um, they don't have the impact or the power that they once had. Yeah, and yeah. then you have, like you said, they've had some real issues over the last couple of years, but then you have people like The Weeknd saying, don't send, don't, don't nominate any of my music. Don't send anything in. He told his record label that. <laughs> but I, I, yeah. I applaud him for having the, yeah, the... I do applaud him. I'll give him some. To, you know, just, just to have the... I say the balls. I don't know how to say it, but you know, to put them, you know, on front street about those. And I know about those meetings that take place in those other committees. And, you know, it's almost like campaigning and rallying and having a, a lobbyist like they do in Washington to really, uh, you know, pick who wins, although they make you think, 
you know, it's only by the voting academy members. But, you know, these, you know, they're being put on front street for all these, you know, backroom dirty deals that they've been doing. And I think it's high time. Yeah, so true. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, there was a time when if you won a Grammy, your stock would go up. You know, you could get more for doing shows. And it was really, you know, it had some residual value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now, you know, in this time of COVID, they can't do that, number one. Number two, you know, these new kids, uh, like uh, K-Dub calls them the fast food. I, I call them the shake and bake or the microwave because you come out of the oven and you're piping hot and then you cool off in a few minutes and they've moved on to the next, you know, what's mm-hmm. next, what's next, what's next. Let's yeah. take the you know path of least resistance and spend the least amount of money to try to get, you know, the highest return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of thinking that, you know, the Grammys just, you know, because now again, like they're, they're being put on front street, it doesn't, have the prestige that it used to. And a lot of these young kids like The Weeknd and all the rest of them, they're out there, you know, doing what they do without the nominations and without the awards. And yeah, with that yeah. said, I just want to say five thing. on it too. Um, Meg The Stallion and John Legend uh, won Grammys. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, Beyonce and Blue Ivy for Brown Skin Girl. Yeah. Blue Ivy is the second youngest Grammy winner in history. Beyonce didn't even go to the Grammys. Rihanna, I don't even know if she's going to do any music because she's becoming the modern day Sade, putting out an album every five or six years. <laughs> and yeah. No, wait, check this out. Are you ready? Go ahead. There once was an artist that had a Grammy and put it in the toilet and decided oh. to uh, pay the water bill. Crazy. And wait, Kanye won for Jesus is King, but here's the gag. He won for Contemporary Christian Album. Yeah. He was, I believe, the only uh, nominee of color. And Contemporary Christian is not gospel like Jonathan no. Reynolds and Kirk Franklin in them. Yep. That is like the equivalent to the white gospel. Sandy Patty. <laughs> yeah, say a Sandy Patty, Michael W. Smith, you know, those kind of people. Yeah. So you, he actually, and they say now he's tied with Jay-Z yeah. for the most wins. I went, know, old, on, on I went old school. Side. I went old school. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, did, did I hear you say, Tanya, um, that they already gave the Best Rap Album Award already? Yeah, yeah look, um, yeah. A lot, and a lot, you know, they really didn't do rap and R&B on television, you know, unless they had, you know, their back up against the wall or the label paid to have their artist, you know, pre, uh, you know, accept their awards. But yeah, a lot of them have already been given out. Yeah, yeah. See, that's, yeah, can't even get the announcement on prime time. Rap, what sales, what these kids buying, and okay. Hey, hey, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wild. Uh, before we wrap it, wrap be, before we wrap this discussion, Wild. Do you have any any quick thoughts on on the um, on the Grammys and will you be watching? And is R and B dead? Just curious. Yeah, I do think R and B is limited, um, especially from the '90s and on back. You know, um, sometimes it really it disturbs me to hear like think something is about to come on and it's like you know a remix or um, what do they call it sampling? Oh, it's a sample, but yeah. um. Yeah, yeah, they're playing with it. But yeah, overall, R&B is, 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 is limited now as far as what you hear on radio. But I do think maybe the internet has something to do with it. You have your, you know, satellite radio. And um, I guess, the you know, the radio stations are, are just playing what's making them money yeah. and who they're, you know, who they're getting paid to play. So oh, wow. there you go. Yeah, that's my thoughts. Kick I em. doubt I doubt I'll watch the Grammys. <laughs> but, you know, let me let me say this real quick, y'all. I mean, and, and I'm a, I want to because we got to we got to get into the woke report and wrap the show. And I'll give you I'll give you the last word, K-Dub. OK, I'll give you the last sure. word. But I got to say this. I, I think it's on life support. And, and I, I say that because I really do believe that the alternative R&B artists like Frank Ocean, um, 
you know, Bryson Tiller, Anderson Pack, some of those folks are are going to keep it alive and turn it around. Even even seeing somebody, you know, I was a big fan of Alabama Shakes, uh, and, and she's not really an R and B artist, but Brittany Howard. You see, you know, Chloe and Halle, if they can get out from under Beyonce and do some real songs, they'll be good. But um, but I, you know, I, I think you know the British folk, the British, uh, you know, like Tiana uh, Major Nine and Earth Gang. Uh, her, those, we got the core, but it's just these groups don't get the marketing. And, 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 and that's where the challenge is when, when you don't, when you bury them before they can go up and even get an award in prime time to choosing the award before the show starts, that doesn't do a lot to raise the profile or even give them the opportunity to perform in prime time. That says a lot. So I, I think it's on life support. You know, I'll give you the last word, K Dub, uh, and then oh, we go. Oh back. man, I didn't really have much. I was trying to figure out the new uh, category you said they call R and B because I was on the phone with Steve Barrington right before we started, and he was telling me about a guy Thundercat. Yeah, the, yeah, he was. Uh, he wrote a song on his uh, album Black Qualls that um, it is what it is album, mm-hmm. and um, when he said um, uh, progressive, yeah. I was like. Oh, okay. Well, that's what Thomas was talking about. So they putting us under a whole new thing, which is yeah, really still should be called me to me. Black music R and B is taking different forms as far as the the way that you know the groove is and this and that. But it's still R and B, man. It's it's still black music, mm-hmm. you know, down deep down in the soul. So whatever they doing, man, and the shady stuff they playing is, you know, they are gonna have to give it up one day because uh that funk stuff like Bruno Mars was doing, like we was talking, oh, yeah. and uh yeah, he's He's, it's, it's, it's giving us a light of hope, and I'm I'm glad to see that kind of stuff. Him and Anderson Pack, and you know, just these young ones. I encourage them. Find you an old school dude that that know about that stuff and hang around mm-hmm. them as much as you want to, because that's what Bruno's doing. I'm trying to get some over there with Steve Shockley, because from Lakeside, he has some killer hits. All he needs is a young face, but everybody got a studio and know what they're doing. So them type, them type, I, whatever. Yeah, but, but I'm gonna say, and and I'm and and we'll we'll go to break. Um, and and I, I hope that they see, um, the value of what Bruno is is bringing to the table yes. with with the yes. sound, because um, I mean, I remember, and we all remember, um, how these bands like SOS band. I grew up in the ATL, and and seeing them work the streets and work the clubs perform, you know, the performance was, was key to these bands being successful. So they worked it. They were, you know, just like you see Purple Rain and you saw The Time, which is one of my favorite bands, you know, how they used to work the clubs. I mean, that was the way they worked the clubs and nobody doing that anymore. You know, ain't nobody, ain't nobody doing that. Yeah. Yeah. On YouTube. You're right. Hey, let's go to break. Uh, We'll be right back and we're going to do YO's Woke Report and then we'll wrap up. We'll be right back. If you have been financially affected by the COVID pandemic, then this message is for you. Are you among the many folks who have lost their jobs or if you've been furloughed or working from home at a reduced pay? If you have credit card debt and cannot make your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros can help. Call us to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. If you are struggling with credit card debt, we can help. Call 800-591-5517. That's 800-591-5517. 
Hey, I want to take a minute to talk about the Start Your Podcast Now free webinars that happen weekly at castropolis.net. The weekly webinars happen every Wednesday at 9 p.m. and are only about a half hour. It's a great place to start and get questions answered if you're considering starting a podcast. I'm Tommy B. and I'm your host for these weekly webinars. If you're interested, go to castropolis.net and click on the banner. That's C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S.net. Click on the banner. Also, if you're podcaster. The Castropolis Podcast Network is looking for new shows and creatives to collaborate with. We have uh, streaming opportunities if you're looking to stream your show with us. And also just add our Black-owned and operated network to the other platforms you're already associated with. If you're interested, email us at info at castropolis.net. That's info at castropolis.net. Again, info at castropolis.net. Also, this information will be available on the podcast page. Thank you. Jay, you got to be down. What you, what you ain't down? Yeah, Brooke, now I'm down, but I'm down for something positive in the community. Are you down for that? It's the Stay Woke it's Report Stay Woke. with Y.O. Hey, it's another edition of the Stay Woke Report. I'm not sure if you all remember the case of Valdosta teen Kendrick Johnson. Johnson was found dead back in 2013 inside an upright gym mat in Lowndes County High School. In the initial autopsy, investigators found that Johnson died of asphyxiation when he got stuck in the gym mat trying to retrieve a shoe. The young man's death was ruled accidental, and the Georgia Bureau of Investigations officially closed their investigation in June 2020. Well, y'all know any right-minded parent would never believe that their high school teenage child would get stuck in a mat on his own. After a national outcry, as it should have, the body was exhumed in 2018. A third autopsy was performed by a pathologist hired by the teen's family, which revealed Johnson's death was the result of unexplained, apparent, non-accidental, blunt force trauma to the neck. Okay, that's not all. Johnson's clothes and several of his organs, including his brain, were missing. The family believes that the clothes and organs were removed to hinder the investigation. In 2015, U.S. Marshals served a search warrant at the home of Bryant Bell, a classmate of Johnson. The Bells, who are the sons of an FBI agent, hmm, had several items seized. Cell phones, computer, electronics. You get where I'm going. Fast forward to now, Lowndes County Sheriff Ashley Polk has confirmed that he is reopening the case after receiving documents from federal investigators that he requested back in April of 2019. After being denied several times, he and the father of Kendrick Johnson sent handwritten pleas asking for the federal documents to be released. He was finally given approval just before Christmas of last year. Sheriff Polk believes that the investigation will take at least six months. According to Polk, Quote, I want to start fresh with it and look all the way through. I think the community deserves it. Unquote. Let's hope this time the family can gain closure. This has been another edition of the Stay Woke Report, reminding y'all to stay woke. Y.O., Y.O., thank you so much, Y.O. Um, and you know, y'all, I had, I mean, I hate to say I'd forgotten about this case, but as a parent, can you imagine? dealing with your child in high school and and someone telling you that basically he got stuck in a mat on his own trying to get a shoe. I mean, you know, I, I, I'll go, you know, Wyo, thank you so much. Wyo, what were your thoughts when, when you read this, when you saw the story, when you read that? Yeah, with, 
Well, there there have been a lot of people protesting about this. You know, it's just right down the road. And um, I mean, a lot of musicians and, and you know, it just went dead. So I think, you know, I'm, I'm glad that it's been um, opened back up because it was mysterious and yeah. suspect all the while. Yeah. And I, I just hope that the family can gain closure. Uh, it's just unfortunate, man. It's just unfortunate. Tanya B, any thoughts? I just think to say that he got stuck on a mat with his shoe, that to me, that is the highest level of insult to mm-hmm. his parents. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you really think they're going to accept that? No, yeah. There was definitely, in my opinion, at least, uh, foul play involved. And I don't know who these bells are and what they look like, but I mean, think about it. You've always been, in, most of us have been in a gym. Yeah. How do you wrap yourself up in a mat like that? Damn. It's almost physically impossible. It's impossible. Yep. So I, 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 my kudos to Sheriff Polk for opening this, for yes. reopening this. And the father, they wrote letters um, before, you know, last year. And, and, and finally, um, the, the evidence was sent. And, and, um, and now I think it's going to take a while, if, if I'm mistaken, um, I think it's going to take like six months. Uh, for them to investigate and and come up with uh, some kind of closure for the community and for the family. So we'll we'll keep y'all posted on that. We'll keep you posted. Question, quick question. Yeah. Go ahead. Now you said that young man's brain was missing. Is that correct, Wild? Yes. Yeah, okay. that they said his brain and his organs were missing. And you know, okay. that was hiding evidence, some type of evidence. Yeah. Not only that, you know, there's that big that black market with these undertakers and these coroners where they sell people's organs. Yes. Like, I think they were trying to hide something, but I think, you know, they need to be uh, called on the carpet, too, because there's some misappropriation of, of all things relative to this young man's rights. Yeah. You know, that had taken place if, you know, his I mean. <sighs> Do Jesus. I need a benediction. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's just it's just ama- amazing. I mean, um, but I'm 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 so happy, if anything, that they reopened this case. Because uh I'm I mean I'm I to the point where I'm I gotta you know I think it's gonna mean so much to the parents, it's just gonna mean so much to the community because nobody accepted the initial um, uh, you know, what the GBI basically came up with. Nobody accepted that. That's ridiculous. I ain't buying that one. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Hey, y'all, real quick, on April 11th, um, we're going to be close to our, I think, 75th or 76th taping on that day. And um, we start our Road to 100. uh, And we're doing some some giveaways, some thank you giveaways for all the folks who who support us. Uh, We really, you know, can't do the show without people, you know, checking out the show, downloading, listening. So we greatly appreciate you. Uh, go to castropolis.net. That's C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S.net. Uh, the sign up is there. You know, all you got to do is go in and, and fill out the information, put your email address, and and we'll start uh, our first uh, announced winner. We'll do that on April 11th, the weekend after Sunday after Easter. Um, I don't know. We might have to do our Easter speeches uh, the week before Easter, Tanya B., uh, if we can get Vi in here to do his Easter speech. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, he can just deliver the message. I, I'm good. <laughs> I'll bring East- my fans and my tambourine. <laughs> Hallelujah! Vi does the Easter speech. Easter speech every week. Um, but um, but but go to castropolis.net and sign up. Uh, it, you know it's free, no no charge. Just listen to the show. Uh, we'll be announcing winners beginning on April 11th. Ain't gonna cost you nothing. Um, just castropolis.net. Go there. 
have any questions or you got any feedback for any of the stories we've done today, you can give us a call 413-556-9546, 413-556-9546. Big thanks, man. And we kept him over. He got to go talk to Steve Arrington. You hear me dropping names, but, but my boy, K-Dub. Oh, man, that's, man, that's, that's what I be doing, man. Thank you, man. Uh, I, I, like, I love to give them guys their props, man, because, man, without them, I'll we'll leave. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, we wouldn't. I I always like to put it out there with them dudes, man. They they deserve it. Yeah. I mean, you know, Steve Arrington got his weak in the knees and and, uh, snapshot going all the way back. Oh, man, Slave is just incredible. Yeah. You hit me to tell you about that award and stuff. I was like, wow, this is, it was good for me. I'm glad you had me on because it's all making my life a little better seeing stuff come together. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool right now. Yeah. And, and and thank you, Wyo, as always, uh, for, for what you do. No problem. For, for, for putting up with us. <laughs> thank you so much for putting, <laughs> up, with putting up with you. <laughs> for with me, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> thanks to, uh, and, you know, I got to shout out my Smurf brothers from t from Troy. They uh, they listen every week, Howard and, and G and, and the crew. Uh, thank you so much for, you know, spreading the show and getting the show out there and listening to the show. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, for your loyal support, KW, not to be confused with K-Dub uh, out in D-Town. I got I got to shout him out as well. Oh, yeah. You know, he always he gives he gives the best critique and, you know, and, and the best information post show. Um, and, and I greatly appreciate that. That helps us out a lot. Uh, but just thank the, thanks to everybody, man, who who downloads the podcast every week. Uh, we continue to grow. And, and, you know, we can't do it without the support. Uh, we don't take it for granted. Uh, and, and we, we, you know, we try to deliver some good stuff for you every week. Every time you check us out, you know, we try to, we kind of, we, you know, I hate to take it. What's, what's uh, on ESPN? You watch ESPN, um, uh, K-Dub, uh, where we got to give the people what they want. What's it, Jalen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every now and then, yeah. Playing, I ain't been he, watching lately since, yeah. since they got that boy that Super Bowl, so I ain't been on ESPN. Oh yeah, but, but, uh, but he did anyway. the. Uh, they do the got to give the people what they want, and they play the OJ's. But anyway, we appreciate everybody, and um, and with that, you know, I'll just go around real quick. Y'all got any any last minute before we get to benediction? Any 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 final? Uh, um, start with you, Tanya B. You got anything final? No, just still always. Continue, people, please, to social distance. Continue to wear your mask. We are not out of the woods yet, especially after Peanut and them came down here to Atlanta <laughs> last weekend, and now they're in Miami this weekend acting a pure D fool. And these biker, I forgot about the, the biker um, mm. things are going on down in Florida, too. So, yeah, y'all, y'all be careful down there. What you got? Uh, any, any last, uh, any, any last shout-outs, Wyo? Any shout-outs? Just stay woke. Stay woke. Stay with guys. A lot going on. There's a lot going on. Yep, absolutely. And with that, you know what we got to do. Here we go. You know, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. Don't worry if you don't have it made. Just stick with God and let Him make you. He is a good God who is good to all. Make a decision in your heart to seek Him first. Then all the other things will be added. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. In other words, as long as you got God in your life, everything will be all right. Seek God, and he should take care of you. Amen. 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 
Hey, Tanya B. Did y'all, did y'all, Hallelujah. Did y'all notice by, did you hear the birds in the background? I don't know whether that, that was a bird or a squeaky hinge on a door. No, those are like, I mean, Vi was taking a, 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 a walk with thee when he was he was doing that. So I'm, I mean, oh, I thought he was on the porch. Okay. <laughs> like, he's on, yeah, he probably was on his mama's porch when he did that. He was, he was. Hey, but y'all, um, definitely, um, you know, and, and you can do it on your mama's porch too. You, you can call us from 413 556 9546 with your feedback. Uh, always feedback lines always open 413-556-9546 and with that y'all episode 73 is in the can and we are out of here peace hallelujah all right y'all you've been listening to the g podcast with your host tommy b the g podcast is a production of the castropolis podcast network thanks for listening